Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the quarantine cabin. Southern edition. I'm in Boca Raton, Florida, home of the older Jews. I'm here. I'm sitting here in mom and dad's place. And as you can see on YouTube, not my, this isn't how I decorate, but I, I'm happy to be here. And I'm happy to have you here. It is a happy New Year's Eve. We're done with 2020. And as a special treat, I wanted to bring on a fan favorite, but a favorite of mine, uh, the hilarious, the wonderful Yamanika Saunders. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Hello, everyone. I I am I'm usually do a huge intro, but I want to get right to it today. I'm so happy you're here with us. It's the end of 2020. Finally, we can close, move on to the next chapter of life. And I wanted you to come on to join me to like, you know, end the year with a bang. That was the whole premise here. Yeah, let's do it. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> and you're doing right now for those. We're on YouTube. Hi, YouTube land. For those on YouTube, Yamanika is doing every Friday night live with Yamanika. What are you doing on YouTube? So everyone should go subscribe to you immediately. Yes, they should go uh, type in Yamanika official channel on YouTube. I do it at 10 p.m. every Friday. Um, that's Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And it's just just crazy Yamanika stuff. I mean, we talk about what's happening in the week. I go over a lot of news events. Um, I have, you know, different segments from like, you know, my clown car segments or look at this shit here. We do a Karen report almost every week. Uh, so it's just what's a lot the of clown car. It's just the pe people that are being clowns that week. Yeah. So sometimes we got a, you know, a driver and a passenger. Sometimes <laughs> we got so many people. We got to put some in the trunk and sometimes people are just, Riding solo. So, yeah. Give me a recent clown that we've discussed on the show. Um, well, I think the most uh, popular clown we had was when we did um, Shaquille O'Neal and um, Charles Barkley. And um, they got Clown Car of the Week because of their ignorant comments about the Breonna Taylor case. Okay. Their opinion that, you know, a lot of black people were looking at them especially black women who understand that uh, it, it's very difficult to be a black woman in society. We are vastly underrepresented, protected, uh, most likely to be stereotyped and misunderstood. And the for them to go out on such a large platform and make such ignorant comments. So I just literally roasted them for maybe like 10 minutes. I definitely uh, said things like, nobody gives a fuck about what Charles Barkley thinks, you know, and... Uh, then we had to roast uh, Shaquille O'Neal because he has found himself promoting Papa John's um, Shakarini, which is problematic. A What's a Shakarini? It's it's pepperoni chopped to the edge. A Shakarini. I. I, I mean, this is the worst guy he could. You literally went to go promote Papa John's, who've been calling niggas niggas since niggas was niggas, and then you wonder why black people is like, uh, yeah, we don't want your fucking pizza with pepperoni. You're not even eating it. 
You're a basketball player who has to be in top shape. You're not eating pizza that's pepperoni chopped to the fucking edge. Also, I mean, is is there a point where Shaq, like Shaq, it seems he has no shame. I He is in the, the general commercials yes. high-fiving a cartoon general. Yes. Like it's out, of, it's, it's almost out of like a sketch about a retired basketball player sometimes. <laughs> it, it really is. And I talked about that too. I talked about how uh, the, his agency or whoever the fuck is messing with him don't give a fuck about him because he couldn't even get Allstate. Like, we don't even know the nigga that's selling Allstate insurance. You couldn't even get that deal. They gave you third-rate insurance. Like, nobody yeah. getting the general, okay? You're, you're, you're getting the local the commercials, the ones that don't even go in HD. Yes. You're not even getting Yosemite Sam. They gave you a sidebar nigga that couldn't make it on the Looney Tunes. Like, everybody <laughs> in your camp needs to be fired, okay? they well, it- shitty deals. See, this is why everyone needs to go watch your YouTube show because these are serious topics. You're not talking about, like, you're talking about Breonna Taylor. You're talking about the Papa John's guy using racial slurs. Like, but also, like, like, but also there, this is why comedy is so necessary is you're looking at it going, look at you, you fucking clown. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to laugh at you. I'm going to make fun of you. It's going to be pointed. This isn't going to be shying away from, again, subjects that are hard for yeah. people to even like i'm sure there's people out there going oh Shaq, what the hell is he doing and it's like let yamanika do that for you know you know call it out on yeah, on do, youtube I do a great job i do a great job at it and i think you know my mother watches every week and you know sometimes she's like oh could you maybe could you be more gentle to white people and i go <laughs> ma it's 2020 we're in a race war in a pandemic and they'll be fine We'll see what 2021 gives them. But, I mean, like, nobody's off limits. You know, it's, sure. it's really whatever is happening in the world. Um, you know, we can we can go after the Karens as well as we can go after Shaq. We can go after people who don't protect and uphold just the standards of, you know, being nice people or not tearing people down. So nobody's, nobody's off limits. And it's definitely a, a show um, where I get to say all the things you don't want to say. Because you don't want to lose your friends. Well, I I love you. You're doing videos on Instagram too at Yamanika. Go follow immediately. It's going to be all over my social media. I love pop on sex. I love all when you dress up and you do the characters when you do the Karens. Yes. I'm just I, listen. Everyone knows I'm the biggest Yamanika fan in the world, and I want everyone to go follow you right now because I every video, everything you put up, I fucking die. I'm like I I like. The Karen videos when you were putting on the wig, I, I, I know I gotta do. I Karen kind of fell off. I like we kind of did Karen, you know. Like, I know. Sort of like, what else can we say? And we do the Karen report, <laughs> but I have to go back and start um uh, doing Karen, Karen again. And uh, Pop is just so fun to do as a character because then it's like my grandfather. That's it. <laughs> well, it's so funny with the Karen stuff because I had someone message me. They're like, "It's getting a little old." It's like, no, it isn't. It is never gonna get old to call the. I I was on a flight and I see like all the Karen Goldsteins. Like I always see the Jewish <laughs> ones. Like I'm always. <laughs> And I think like I and they're professionals. They like my mom is that way. She's a professional complainer. And I watched this woman. She got up to the front of the flight on uh, coming down here to get like I'm leaving New York. And she goes, can you turn down the music? 
This is on the plane. They put on like the relaxing music when you board the plane. Oh, and she wanted that down. She wanted that down. Can you the the music that it's like it, it's like it's like the the like the spa music. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, this is there to help everyone. And she's just like, can you turn the music down on the plane? It's like, I'm trying to read my book. That was her reason. I'm trying to read my book. And then she goes, and I, what I love is they're so delusional. She goes, you know, when you're at the really good part in the book, and as if we're all going to go, oh, you're right. I, I, <laughs> how could I interrupt you at the third arc of the book? Like, <laughs> That's I, crazy. I'm so used to like, I think first of all, people who are upset about Karen are either Karen's in training or related to Karen's. And I've sure. said this in my, in my act, I've said, listen, I need all white women to get together. And cause you're related to the bitch. I can't say sure. that. Her. Like, you know, if we're going to, if she needs to go away, you're the one that has to, you know, but then it's always fun every now and then we like, we last week we did a, a black Karen. Okay. Uh, who was uh, a, a meter maid and panning out tickets as an ambulance was just blaring behind her. And, and the lady in the ambulance is like, you have, you got to move. And she goes, you saw me doing my take. I was like, girl, no, like nobody's got to die because you got to hand out tickets today. It's like, <laughs> pull your card aside, bitch. Ain't nobody got time for your shenanigans. No, I listen, I want everyone to go follow Yamanika at Yamanika on Instagram. Yamanika's doing shows on YouTube every Friday night at 10 Eastern time, uh, doing it live. I love it. Yamanika yeah. official channel. I'll, I'll have a swipe up, all that stuff to your YouTube and Instagram, but make sure you go follow. Let's do some emails. I'm always happy to have yeah. you on. A New Year's edition. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Too good or too ready to settle down? This is a dude email. I think you can help the dudes listening. Okay. J Train, Feather Feather, thank you for providing a lighthearted outlet during the, the cliche to say these times. But to get into it, I had an interesting conversation with a friend of mine and his girlfriend last night, particularly his girlfriend. Quick background. I'm a male in my early 30s who spent a few years out of the dating game really trying to figure myself out. Just a couple of months before the pandemic, I finally decided I was ready to get back in the game. It went for a little while. Uh, it went well for a little while meeting people at bars, the apps thrown in on the side. Needless to say, that dried out once the uh, everything shut down, and it's been weird to navigate since. I decided to take your advice and let different friends know I'm interested in being set up. Figure, hey, aunt theory. The aunt theory is that the you're nobody. People treat someone better that they're on introduce them to as opposed to like finding someone out like out of the blue. That's basically mm -hmm. the on theory. Um, it's now been several months and haven't heard back anywhere. I don't bother anyone about it. Just let them know if anyone comes to mind, I'm down. That's where the friend conversations come in. These are my two closest friends who I confide in and let them know I was feeling down about the lack of success I've had with dating. That's when she said, I'm having trouble finding someone for you. I look at most of my single friends and think you're too good for them. I was taken aback by that and let her know if I if we have things in common, isn't that something I should be able to decide for myself? She acknowledged that but gave a little more insight. She looks at me and sees someone who is will make a phenomenal husband and father someday and deserves someone who will be the same for me. She even said she wished her sister were single so she could set me up with her. 
the bit that got me was a phenomenal husband and father, and it got me thinking. Do I seem too ready to settle down? Is that a thing? I decided to do an experiment and called another friend of mine who's female and got a nearly identical response. How do I deal with this? I don't want girls feeling this expectation. I just want to go out and have fun. So what do you think, Yamanika? What do you think of the, this guy? It lets his friends know he wants to be set up, and then when they don't, he's like, What's the deal? And he's like, they're like, you're too good for my friends. What do you think? Well, he, it, I mean, it depends on what he wants. If he just wants to have a good time, then he can go have a good time. You know, I, it's not that I don't feel for him. Yeah. A, a man can have almost virtually nothing, no job, no career, nothing going for him, um, not be a good person. Um, <laughs> you know, be trash and can step outside and there is a woman there that is willing to love him. This idea that, you know, I would, I would start to venture into what he looks like because that's really what the the play down is going to be. So that, this is my question to you because I agree with you. I always wanted to see like, the poor bachelor, like do the bachelor, but it's a poor dude (laughs) just to see the women like rationalize it. Like, no, but he, he's really nice to my dog. And he said, he's going to stay over for a week. Like just to see what that would look like because women give guys a lot of chances. You're right. What I think is interesting is are these excuses when women say to you, Oh my, you're too good to my, for my friends. Are they excuses to not, is is that basically being like, I don't got fucking anyone for you? Is that basically what they're saying? You know, I, I feel like there some of that may be them being nice to him for whatever reason. Yeah, and, and that's why I want to take a good look at him. I'm not here to 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 say anybody is uh, uh, attractive or not attractive, but there he may not be the traditional. There's something up. There's something up because if I have a guy that is awesome and I have girlfriends who are looking to be in relationships, why would I not? Um, It could be two things. It could be sometimes women and the girl's not going to like this. Okay. I'm telling you this as a mature woman, (laughs) sometimes women, there are certain types of women that, can't fathom seeing their girlfriends with better guys than they have. Ooh. And so it's almost like, I don't, I'm not going to give her access. And and, and it doesn't just come down to the guy being, you know, better than whatever she has, but it also comes down to like, maybe they just don't mess with their girls like that, that they want to give them like, that's not a, like their best friend is not available. So like these other bitches I fuck with, they don't deserve him. And I'm not going to watch Sally, you know, (laughs) with, with some dream guy and she ain't number the hoe. So (laughs) see, that's interesting because it's like, it's one of the other, right? It's, it's not, you're not too good for these women. It's just that you're a good guy and maybe their situation isn't so great. Or there's something, yeah, none of my friends came, none of them came back and were like, she put the word out and they were like, him? Ugh. I think that's what happened too. I mean, like, I I really have to see the guy. And And what I say for men who are not 
traditionally handsome mm. and I'm, I'm not a traditional beauty, you know, I, so I, I am him. Uh, I, I feel like he needs to go into the world and he will find a woman. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it is you, this, this, you know, it's a buyer's market. There's so many women that are available for so few guys that are available. He also may have to, you know, he might be asking friends who have hot friends because he might also be trying to keep his standards up in a certain mm-hmm. place and not when I, when I hear about guys who have a hard time finding a woman, I'm like, Oh, because you're, you keep looking up on the top top shelf and you a middle shelf to low shelf nigga. You understand what I'm saying? So like <laughs> you need to be grabbing the can of beans and sure. hitting, you know what I'm saying? The sardines, but you keep reaching up for the caviar yeah. and you a bean and sardine nigga. So like he needs to make a lot of assessments, but if he walks outside and lowers some of his standards and becomes realistic about this. Yeah. He's, you know, he's going to start, him. he's got to start looking for Svedka. He, he's on gray goose. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I think the moral of the story is no one is going to be as honest with you as you'd like them to be. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, well, I got the same answer from both. I must be this future husband of the year. And it's like, so she called him. Was like, she was like, wait, Kim, he's coming over there. What did you tell him? I told him that he's too good for my friend. Okay. He's at the door. Hold on. You're too good for my friends. Yeah. That's what they're like. You're talking to each other. It's a standard answer. And it's like, that's, and listen, like, I don't blame them. If that was, oh, how come I can't get fixed up with any of your friends? You're just too good for them. Ah, you'd be a, I could see you rocking the baby. They're all, they're all whores. Like she goes, like, why is she friends with these people? If they're all such like low people, like she loves her friends. So I I think it's, listen, it's okay to go to your friends and be like, Hey, I want to be fixed up. That's totally cool. It's okay to go to your friends and be like, Hey, did did to check in? Did you, but if you're looking for like them to go, Hey, so here's the feedback I got from my girlfriends. Uh, you're not traditionally good looking and you could lose a a, a thousand pounds, you know, like, like, and it's like, you're not going to get that back. You're It's okay to put it out there. They know you're there. If it comes back, that's great. But now we got to like, you know, pivot. I think asking the friends now that again, they're going to get those phone calls. We're like, Hey, he's calling again, you know, (laughs) give him another answer. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Yamanika at Yamanika on Instagram. Go, 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 go. Follow, follow, follow. Go, go, go. Yamanika's doing YouTubes every Friday night, 10 o'clock. Go get involved at Yamanika on Instagram. Am I getting strung along? LOL. I could really use your help. I'm 26 and dated this guy in college. Seriously. We broke up after I graduated, had to move for med school. Last year, he reached out to me, apologizing for how crappy our breakup was and said I was one of the most influential and important people in his life. He hurt me deeply. Our breakup was rough and I had no intention of getting back there, going back there. So I didn't really reciprocate. Fast forward to this year. I reached out to him around July, August out of curiosity. I felt like no time had passed, even though it had been nearly three years since I'd seen him. After a very long FaceTime call, he bought a ticket to come and visit me in September. The trip was fantastic. We did coupley stuff. But before he came, he said we were just friends and we'll never be anything more. 
big red flag in my opinion. Now I just left his town where I had a work trip, which could potentially lead me to moving there at the end of the year. We had a really nice time together. I've done the stupid exes hooking up things with him, and this is 100% different between us. With all this, I asked of him if he really doesn't see a potential for more. His immediate response was, I'm not ready for marriage. I don't know if I'll ever be even in uh, the, it'll ever be in the cards for me. Back when we dated, we spoke about getting married as if it was 100% going to happen, but it was a very strange response in my mind. Why go straight to marriage? I quickly explained I, was, I was, wasn't talking about marriage. In fact, I wasn't talking about uh, for anything right now. I just wanted to know if he still felt like we were just friends and that we'd never be anything more. If that were the case, I'd take a big step backwards from the situation because I don't agree that we can truly be just friends. He said he wasn't interested in a serious relationship right now, but sure, maybe at some point down the line could date. I don't know. I would. I want to enjoy whatever this is and let it flow naturally. Well, we'll see each other again, uh, uh, OFC, of course, but I can't say when that will be. As it is, I've never seen uh, I've I've seen more of you than my family this year, and talked to you more than a lot of people in my life. I obviously care about you. I'm not just trying to start a serious relationship with anyone. That's that's his quote. He made it clear that we are not exclusive, and there's also a possibility for either of us to find someone else to date. I hated that part. Low key, felt like fuckboy vibes, and just very lukewarm. He said it'd be different. Uh, and easier if we lived in the same city. I'm not sure what he meant by different. Does he mean we'd give it a shot or things would be progressed faster? I don't know. Also, he never explained to me why he doesn't want anything serious. My question with all this is, am I wasting my time by continuing to talk to him, especially if he's so anti-commitment, or is it fair to see what happens? Does he sound legitimately interested or just stringing me along because the situation is fun for him? So what do you think? Yamanika. She answer. She knows the answer and she wants us to give her something different. Yeah. I'm going to give her a hard pill like I've been given a hard pill in life. Move on. Um let me let me explain something. <clears throat> I was in a relationship with someone. I asked him to do various things, just very simple things, just to just to grow and build. And they couldn't do it. And then they went into a relationship and they did all the things that they couldn't do in the relationship with me, with this person. What happens is when men want to do, they do. When they want to be, they be. And you can't, what hap- What I want women to understand, and you know, she's 26 years old. I mean, you know, some of these, I'm, I'm aging out. I got to tap out like an old wrestler, right? Because I'm like 26, you have these problems, 26, like child. But, you know, I think what women do, and I'm guilty of this, is you feel a connection with the guy that is only using you for whatever reason. He's using you for supply, for energy. I think there's some narcissistic traits about this guy. She's available and accessible. Once you deal with the narcissist, you're never going to go back to the traditional relationship. And when they come back, it's not going to be, you're going to be searching for the good times and it's not going to be there. And I think what happens a lot is women, you know, they get stuck on this one guy that they want so desperately to love them and respect them and value them and see the beauty in them that they focus all their energy on that guy and trying to get that guy to understand how beautiful they are and how worthy they are. Mm. Instead of going, you know why you can't see how amazing I am? Because God doesn't want you to see how amazing I am because you're not my person. 
and you will find some woman that will lift the veil off of your eyes and you will see how amazing she is because that's your person. And I wish women would stop wasting time trying to convince guys who can't see the value in them that yeah. they're valuable because there's too many fuck. She could go find this nigga that's look, calling his girlfriends all the time, asking him to hook him up, like find out where he is. Cause he ready to see the value in tw mm -hmm. 26. I'm sorry. I'm saying it like as an old bitch, but at 26, you, you, this, you, you got time. <laughs> yeah, this is well, that time is the biggest part of this. She, she writes, I love what you said because you wrote, you, you said something, he's using you for your energy. Yeah. And she writes, is he just stringing me along because this situation's fun for him? I don't think that's the case. It's not that he's like, whoa, fun and game. No, no, no. He, you, he's getting something from you, whether yeah. it's, he doesn't have to feel lonely. He's getting the, the uh, appreciation of a woman who wants to be with him in, in bed. And then he calls you guys friends. You're doing not, you're doing things that aren't friend shit. You're having sex. You're getting, it says that she said that they were hooking up, but then also just, Oh, I happen to be in city and, and it's easy. I, I, I don't think it's fun and easy is really what he's, I, I think that's why she's like, well, what could he be? It's not a black or white thing. You know, it, it, the, the idea of like he's getting either fun and easy or he's legitimately interested. No, it's somewhere in the middle. It's you offer some sort of, you know, um, feeling of just getting like, uh, you know, of, of someone that's like giving you attention. That feels good. You answer his text. That feels good. You when he has nobody else to go to. You're someone who will answer and be there for him. So he wants this much of you, but not that much. He, he doesn't want to go up the scale. And it's like the other thing he's doing is he's going, he's trying to make keep you at a certain level. You guys have run out of we're having fun, we're just fucking phase. Oh, we'll see what this is because you know what she's writing in because she knows We've done all this stuff before. He knows whether he likes me or not at this point. And it's like he keeps saying to you, oh, I, I want to be friends. And I don't know. I, I don't see myself ever in marriage. That's all stuff to keep you at bay. Don't yeah. you think? Uh, a thousand percent. Not, not only it, you know, again, it is very difficult as a woman mm. to uh extract the male component from situations like this to yeah. focus she needs to laser focus in on herself right mm -hmm. not about this guy at all because he's not giving her anything he's not he's he's taking he he's taking from her yeah it's it has to be you know i i i <laughs> whoever you are as a, and, and guys could take this advice too, right? Whoever you are, you are. And that is good enough for someone or better yes. than enough for someone. So for example, I had a, a relationship where, you know, a guy complained about my cooking. Now I think I'm, I'm a great cook. A lot of people like my cooking, but we are comics and we don't have time to be sitting at home making me and making a meal for you is not at the forefront of what I can do. Yeah. But, what, but what I know is 
that person went to find somebody who cooks, right? And that's the, and good, because that person cooks. That's good that you got, you found your match. To, for me to focus on like, what could I, what could I do to get him to understand my cook? No, he's gone. That, you, you see where the focus <clears throat> has to be like, oh, I like a man, right? When, mm. when we start thinking about, especially women, we start thinking about ourselves and extract, extract the guy from the situation and what he wants and doesn't want and start tailor making ourselves and build a bitch, bear yeah. <laughs> ourselves for some nigga. We go, oh, you know what I would like? I like a guy that appreciates when I do go in the kitchen because I'm a busy comedian mm. and cooking is not paramount for me, although I can. It's not where I pay place high importance to be some domestic goddess for you. Yeah. That the guy goes, man, I, I appreciate that the woman I love took time from her busy schedule, even if I don't fucking like the meal, to yeah. give the what he appreciates is not that I catered to him and brought him a meal. Mm -hmm. That I, what he appreciates is I took the time, which is a sacrifice out of my schedule, to bring him anything at all. And that's what she needs to be thinking about. Yeah. What is it that she brings to the table? Who is she as a person? And if he cannot appreciate those things to be like, damn, look at the woman I have. Sure. You got to let the nigga go. I don't even well, know why she's dealing with him. I'm just telling you right off the rat, the thing, Jared, I don't, she's got to let him go. There's no more advice I can give her. This nigga has fucked you, sucked you, still didn't want to buy. You opened the brochure for him. You let him come in for a tour of the house. You let him spend the night. Your Airbnb, the nigga in your soul. You laid him in every place. You let him take a test drive. And he still was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to make a commitment, but I guarantee you he going to drive around that cul-de-sac and he going to see a fucking house that he likes. And that's when he's going to fucking buy the fucking house. He's going to buy a house. It's just sure. not you. Yeah. And that's, I'm with you hundred percent. And I think that's why he keeps coming back to you with, Oh, marriage? Ooh, ah, not for me. And it's like, no, one day yeah. that'll be for him. Yeah. He's just buying time where he doesn't ever have to break up with you. Guys don't want to break up with you. And that's kind of what he's doing. Because like right now when he's like, no, we're just friends. So now he could disappear. And you'd be like, oh, well, a friend? Yeah, I just didn't call you as a friend. And it's like, again, what you said is so on the money because it's like, he got the whole, everyone gets the fun phase. Everyone gets the access. Everyone gets to tour the carnival. You, you did the carnival together, and then you said, okay, do you want to buy a piece of the carnival? And he goes, uh, and it's like, okay, well, hey, there's 10 minutes to buy. Like we, we, I got other, I got other people that want to be a, a business partner with me. You, right. you've lost. And, and it's like the only way to get someone to make a move and not to say this is going to happen, but you go, I, I'm going to go find someone who does like this carnival. Oh, wait a minute. But I thought you meant, no, 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 no. That, that was unattractive to me. You have to start thinking of things as like, yes. it's unattractive to me that it's taking you this long. Don't haggle your pussy. And that's the thing. If he can't, I mean, for real, like nobody who, who who's doing that. Oh, you sure you want it? You don't want it. It's it, she's better. don't haggle your pussy. That is the name of this episode. I, I think 
She's better than that. Uh, way better. Way better than that. And 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 it's and and the focus is just misdirected, and it's not on her. It is on him, and it needs to be on her. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Truff. Oh, listen, people. Truff is so delicious. I'm putting it on everything, and I'm trying to stay healthier. And what I love about Truff is that I can just add a little dab here and there to add flavor to the things that you know, generally don't have flavor. If I'm making a grilled chicken, a little bit of truff. If I'm making some popcorn, I add a little truff on there. I, I, I dabble it on the whole bowl. I love it so much. And also, not only is it delicious, it just feels like you're doing a, 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 you're, it feels like you're just drenching your food in decadence and in luxury. It, 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 it's a trip from where you are. It's a trip from that normal meal. It's delicious. And also, if you're looking to give a gift, and I know gift season, you know, we're done with Hanukkah and Christmas, but there might be someone you forgot, and Truff comes in one of the most beautiful packaging I've ever seen. Even the bottle's beautiful. The top looks like a diamond. It's, it's everything about Truff, from how it tastes to how it looks, is worth the gift-giving experience even if it's to yourself. So Truff has, uh, if you're looking, so here they have three different flavors. It's their flagship hot sauce. That's the one I love, the flavor pot, flavor-packed black truffle hot sauce that started it all. Truff Hotter Hot Sauce, a jalapeno forward blend for those who can never get enough of that heat. And premium white truff hot sauce embodying the essence of luxurious and fragrant white truffle. People, from the bottling to the sauce, it is a trip from your everyday life. I have to tell you right now, I put it on literally everything. And it, you know, it takes a meal that might be a little bland and might be a little healthy, takes your Brussels sprouts, takes your, your broccoli, and just brings it to a new level to make you feel like you're having a good time with your food. It, it's delicious. See for yourself why Truff is the biggest hot sauce on Instagram and TikTok. Get 10, 10, 10, 10% off site-wide when you use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at Truff.com, T-R-U-F-F.com. That's 10% off everything, including the white Truff VIP box and Truff variety pack. The variety pack's great, great gift. Just in time for the holidays, just shop at Truff. Com. That's T-R-U-F-F, F is in fantastic.com, truff.com. Use promo code JTRAIN for 10% off site-wide. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Yamanika at Yamanika on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Every Friday night at 10 o'clock, Yamanika Live. Go, go, go. It's going to be all over my Instagram. High School Flame Facebook Reconnect. I recently reconnected with an old flame from high school, if you can even call it that. To be honest, as far as it got was writing notes to each other when we were 15 and 16. I taught him how to drive a stick shift and we fell asleep in the same bed after our house party. Not even a kiss or even a handhold in our history. I know, it seems as though I may have even imagined our whole quote-unquote relationship. But we always had fun banter over AIM. <laughs> she, she made an old woman emoji. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> And I totally wrote about uh, wrote about him in my diary. Face palm emoji. Flash forward twenty years. Mm -hmm. 
And during drinks with an old friend, his name come up. I came up. I looked him up on Facebook and sent a request. He accepted and sent the obligatory message asking how I'd been. We had great convo, and he brought up old memories from our past. The DMs lasted a few days and naturally died out. I was cool with that. I found I find out he's still married. I'm recently divorced. A few weeks go by with uh, a few a, week, a few weeks go by without communication. Then the happy Thanksgiving DM comes through. Uh, I'm ni- uh, nice. There's banter. I leave plenty of chances for the exchange to end on my part, but he keeps responding. Eventually, I stop responding. Today, I get happy Monday DM. Can a guy and girl really have a fun DM friendship with no other expectations? What's his end game? Old friends reunited, reliving our AIM days. What do you think of this? He's another energy vampire suck. Yeah. So he's in a relationship. He's in a marriage. That's either stale or old to him. Mm-hmm. And now he's reaching out to her to live this sort of fantasy of uh, having another woman in his life without, you know, really um, sealing the deal. And if she's not careful, he it may it may go into more. Don't have a don't have a conversation. With a man who's married. Yeah, it's. You reached, she reached out mm-hmm. to see you about this guy because mm-hmm. she was like, where, what happened? And listen, here's what happens. Here's what happens with married dudes. Here's what happened with guys in relationships. They don't want, they're going to play the, well, you reached out to me game. Mm-hmm. They're going to let the, I'll leave the door unlocked and see if they walk in. It's going to be because if I get, you know, if someone comes and asks me questions, well, they walked into my house. The door was closed. It's it's always going to be on you. So what the game this guy's playing is, eh, we're just old friends from high school, just having fun talking. He knows it's flirty, just like you know it's flirty. So the game is to let this go as long as possible until you say, hey, I don't give a shit about your wife. I'm feeling something here. Let's go meet at a hotel uh, in the uh, off a highway, and like that's his dream. His dream yeah. scenario is yeah. that you write the contract of him being free to cheat on his wife by your standards. He is following, not leading, right now. And right, that's it's it's an oldest trick in the book because at some point, if you said to him, "Hey, like I'm really feeling something here," you go. He would give you the sob story about um, in this marriage and the kids when they go to high school, maybe. And that's how people get kind of rolled into these cheating scenarios, don't you think? Absolutely. And I think the other misstep here is she reached out to him and then there was a situation that happened. Uh, she's she's better than, than this. She's yeah. better than this. And, and the guy is... Trust me, his wife is sick of him. So don't be, <laughs> don't be the the distraction that he needs from his shitty life with his wife. Let him go back to her and let them work on what they got going on. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do this one. Ooh, I got a screenshot for you. Is that okay, Yamanika? Yeah. Uh, I'm sending it to you right now. Just sent it. I'll read the email. Ready? Okay. 
I don't have a question as much of a topic of discussion. Breakups. I'm 28, recently was dating a guy for a little over two months. We got pretty close over that two-month period. Talked every day, hung out at least one time a week, and he met my friends. We had hung out last weekend, and everything seemed to be fine to me. Uh, to me. And then communication got a bit weird the past week. Then I got hit with the below breakup text. In a way, I'm thankful that he ended it now if he, if he wasn't ready for any sort of commitment. But now, but given how close we've gotten, it did hurt my feelings that he didn't do it in person. Is that unreasonable to expect after two months? I almost said something about it in the response, but then just figured what's the point and better to just move on with my life. Curious to hear your thoughts on what at what point in a relationship with someone you owe them a conversation. So I'll read his text. And you read hers. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, sorry, I just kind of dropped off the map a bit. I hope you had a great weekend. I've been doing some thinking, and I just want to be transparent that I genuinely enjoy hanging out with you, and I think you're an awesome woman. But something is missing for me, and I'm not sure if I'm looking for something long-term right now. Uh, it's an, a frowny emoji. It kind of uh, It kind of has been bothering me for a couple of weeks, and I need to take a bit of time to think. Again, sorry for the kind of disappoint disappearing for a day. And she goes, "Okay, thanks for letting me know." Ooh, what do you think, Yamanika? Does do you deserve after two months? What do you deserve in a breakup? That that's kind of the question here. Um, the guy's a narcissist. Yeah, and I need to keep going to this. I think people are becoming more and more aware of narcissists, and narcissists are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't, she may not feel it now, but she actually dodged a bullet. And what she needs to do is she needs to block him on everything and go no contact and never open the door again. Mm-hmm. When how men treat you and regard you, I don't care if it's in a breakup, I don't care if it's in the relationship phase, I don't care if it's in the before the relationship phase. How a guy regards you and treats you is. It is who he is. Yeah. When there is no delicacy and to even have a thought to give her any form of closure or any form of conversation to let him know what his process is and Mm -hmm. then come back with a text, I guarantee you that he has found someone else and he is dealing with that person. And should that person not work out while he goes and looks for another person that is going to take his time, he will return back to this girl because he has left the door open, as you've said, and she's leaving the door open by going, okay, thanks for letting me know. And she will be available for him. Yeah, I I think it's important that something, here's the problem with this. She's, she's, the problem is she's pursuing him for a relationship and he was pursuing you just to pursue you. So like, I, I think that's kind of the the thing here because she says, we hang out every day once a week. He met my friends. We hung out last weekend. Everything seems so fine to her. It's like, we're heading towards a relationship mm-hmm. to a lot of these guys. And especially the ones you're meeting on dating apps or however you're meeting them, because there's so much options out there, they go, okay, I'll pursue you as a boyfriend in the way a person pursues a girlfriend, get you, then make the decision. Mm 
This feel because that's why it feels so. I think that's why it feels so like what the fuck just happened to her because he's meeting the friends, he's going on dates, and he's like, and I think guys a lot of times will pursue, especially the ones who I think like there's been a lot of like guys acquiring the ability of studliness. Like, it used to be, like, to get, like, a woman, if you wanted to, like, hook up with a new woman every night, you'd have to go to the bar, hit a jukebox, like, hey, what's up, ladies? Like, you'd have to be out, energetic, moving, things to say, interesting, fun, good-looking. Now, you can be out but on your couch every night. So he kind of comes in with all boyfriend stuff, gets the girl, goes, ah. Eh. I'm going to go to a new girl. So, and she's sitting there going, but we did all the boyfriend stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's a disingenuous yeah. pursuit is, is, is what it is. And I'm, I've, I've been guilty of this. And, and, and what I, I want to preface this by saying people need to really start to take a good look at narcissism and like, let's not blame like, Oh, he's just being a guy because guys do guys don't have to do. And mm. because women allow, like, there's so many women that will allow those crumbs, right? So guys <laughs> don't have to do anymore because why put the amount of work into you when I can just go over here? Why deal with a woman who's putting up boundaries when I can go over here and deal with somebody who isn't? And I think before women start to think that they're in relationships with men, they need to let these men say that they're in a relationship. Like have him be curious about, are we dating? Have him be curious mm. about, are you my girl? Because the reality is this is again, a buyer's market. A man can walk outside and he can get an option of at least 10 or 20 women. And what's happening now is that women are seeing men and these guys are charming and they're doing these things for you. And lo and behold, before you know it, the nigga living in your apartment. And before you know it, he's having access to things that only a husband should have access to and not giving you any of the husbandly things and then at the end of the day you go to bed and you say I may not feel fulfilled but I have a man instead of going I feel fulfilled I have a man and I have a man and I feel fulfilled yeah this, yeah doesn't need to be you gave this guy two months and I'm not with the you know oh two months is too short and who knows no 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 a man knows right a fucking way he knows right away and if a man can, I, I cannot stress this enough to women. If a man cannot see you and go, I had a guy who goes, oh, I saw the girl, the new girl. I met her. She was on this and this. He told a wonderful, I said, you, Nick, you ain't never said no shit like that. Go be with that bitch. Yeah. She's not a bitch. Go be with that person because I'll be damned if that's not an amazing story. And I guess what I want now? I want a nigga that when he tells the story about how he fell in love with me, it is amazing. It's down mm. to the fucking date. And if I can't find it, I'll be fine. Yeah. I think a lot of women 
And, and the older I get, the more I see it. We all got women come, girls are born with the expiration date, sour milk that cannot go seven days past expiration. And guys walk out and they got all the time to be having babies, even if they 70 years old, dropping sperm down and the baby going to have rickets. Men don't have <laughs> a time frame. Men yeah. are not being told that they, when they get a certain age, they're not viable and they're not this. Women are being told that. So this is why we're getting all these letters from girls today. And the theme has been consistent. Yeah. I'm doing this for him. He doesn't see my value. How do I get him to recognize that I'm more? When you do something for somebody and they don't appreciate it or see the value, you don't do those things anymore. You close up your shop and you put up a pop shop somewhere else. Yeah. I, and, you know, <laughs> a whole new pop shop. We're going yeah. all the yeah with 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 brand new 2021 deals and 2021 fashion. Yeah. Black yeah. Friday, new build a bitch bear center. Yeah. And exclusively he got the coupon code and he getting a free bag from Sephora. I mean, <laughs> this you got to give because you know what it is, Jared? If yeah. we don't if women don't stop depleting themselves and giving niggas that don't deserve what they have to offer, you're going to be depleted by the time the man that God has for you comes along and you're going to have shit to give him. You done yeah. already let this nigga fuck you in the ass. So now you can't give your husband your ass. You done gave this nigga your puss. You can't give this nigga, yeah, you can't give your husband your puss. You done suck this nigga off. You can't suck your nigga, be the friend. You did fuck this nigga without a condom. So now your husband can't even get your fresh puss. You done did, you did, you fucked on the top of the Eiffel Tower. Now you can't even, and your husband's going to be like, well, bitch, what can you give me that you ain't? And he got to go to the clearance rack. And all you got is the clearance rack for the guy that is supposed to have everything. Close I down your pop-up shops. Close <laughs> down your Build-A-Bear. Pull back your coupons mm -hmm. and go... Listen, there's a Black Friday sale, and the only person, there's one customer allowed in this store, and we're going to do a Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, find a ticket, let me see your ticket, sir, sorry, your number doesn't match, go home. Yeah. Let me see your ticket, go home. Oh, here we go, come Be on in. Because someone's going to come. Someone that it, yes. it is trusting the idea that someone is gonna wave the ticket in the air and go and start singing and dancing down the street. I've got a golden ticket. You know they're gonna do that dance because yes. they're so pumped to get a tour of your factory. Yeah, it's it, it's it, it it makes sense. And I, and I think the other thing that's like the theme of all these emails is these guys are in no rush. Nobody's in a rush. No guy has ever been in a rush to the altar. No guy has ever been, you know, the last emailer she's talking about, well, I didn't even bring up marriage. Well, he knows where you want to go. He knows where he doesn't want to go. Yes, he does. So he, he knows. And this guy, you know, in this email, he's writing in about, ah, you know, I, sorry I was gone for a day. He leaves for a day and he just says, 
Well, you know, I've been thinking. I don't even know if I want a relationship right now. Guys are kind of like that toddler that's just walking around looking just like, I don't know, maybe I'll smell a flower. Maybe I'll have a Twinkie. Maybe I'll go, you know, I'll pull my pants down and start peeing. Like, that is every guy. Women are more the, yeah, we we have to go. We're going. Why wouldn't we go? The day's running up. And it's like. If you're expecting these guys to be in some sort of rush, you're you're out of your. It's you, they don't care. You don't want to make a man commit, and you don't want to make a man chase. Uh, uh, no, you want a man to chase, but you don't want to make a man run away. Right. Also, with all mm. of these things, I think what happens is a a lot of what I hear is why doesn't he, why won't he, why Mm -hmm. can't he, why doesn't he see instead of going, I am, I can, I do, I will as a person and looking and having somebody come to you. I mean, it is one of the best feelings in the world to have a man recognize the value in you and Mm -hmm. recognize that he has a good thing when he sees you and that that man is coming because he's putting his effort in now because he doesn't have to put in an effort that you're trying to cultivate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's not as exhausting. It's not as exhausting. And it's like, also it, you know, a lot of times women can't find the guy that is really for them because they spend so much time looking at the guy that's not for them. And guys, men who are ready can sense when a woman isn't ready and will, you know, he, sp- he, he may be around your periphery. You can't even see him because you're so busy trying to figure out why this nigga won't go with you to, to get some pizza. Mm-hmm. And you got somebody around you that's kind of like maybe even looking or noticing you and you're not focused. You're not making eye contact. You're not open to the world. It- I think you're right. The J train podcast is brought to you by solo stove. Here's why I love solo stove. It makes your home, your living space bigger wherever you are right now we are confined to smaller areas than we would have been a year ago what i love about the solo stove it adds another area to your home another place to hang another place to have a beer another place to put you know to you know make marshmallow you know make uh s'mores and stuff like that but the solo stove I just love that it extends your house. Maybe an area of your yard you haven't been using and it makes it fun. Solo Stove creates story-worthy moments, fireside fumes not included. The stainless steel construction is designed to regulate airflow and burn more efficiently. So little smoke, you'll wonder how there is so much fire. That's a big deal. When you're dealing with fire, you don't want the smoke. You don't want to have to do like the white rabbit, white rabbit, where you like repeat white rabbit or something. Remember you do that to get the smoke away from you. And no campfire smell on your clothes and hair, nothing but left but ultra fine ash for easy cleanup. From camp stoves to backyard bonfire, solo stove products are portable and built to last. Easy to light with a few bits of starter. Your fire's blazing in minutes. Take your solo stove with you on the road or set it up on your rooftop or backyard. That's great. The fact that you can put it on a rooftop and you don't have to worry about it and it's safe. And solo stove is so confident in their products they give you a lifetime warranty for every purchase. I got to say, um, it's 
a wonderful product, wonderful thing to share with people. It's a wonderful thing to extend your home. Your home is how many feet? Well, now you made it bigger because now you got another area to hang in another. You've just given yourself another living room outside. No one needs a reason to gather around the fire. Solo stove just took away any reason not to. And now you can get $10 off when you use promo code JTRAIN at check-in. That's $10 off when you use promo code JTRAIN at checkout. Just go to solostove.com and remember you get $10 off when you use promo code JTRAIN at checkout. I got I got a fun email for us to do. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. I'm here with Yamanika at Yamanika. Girlfriend's porn preference is concerning. Jared wrote in a couple times over the past month about my ex whom I'm reconnected with back in August. We are long distance, hour flight, five hour drive. Things have been going better than in the past, thankfully. Backstory I think is important. A few weeks into us dating again, she mentioned that she had a sensual uh, encounter with one of her girlfriends back in April that she is no longer friends with at this time. Okay, bringing us to this past week. We were talking about stuff we wanted to do in bed after sex. This conversation then transitioned to porn. We watched to uh, porn we watched to which she disclosed her two preferences: watching women get off solo masturbation, watching cock porn where the female has sex with someone that isn't her partner. After the cock comment, I told her uh, point blank, it is not something I would ever do or be okay with. She said she wasn't into that in real life, but liked to watch it, liked the idea of it. You can only imagine what thoughts ran through my mind. While I'm not insecure per se on this, you can see you can't hear these things and not want to see want to feel slightly cautious should this be an issue down the road. Can you calm my nerves here and unpack this? I don't want to get five to ten years down the line and then this rear its ugly head. I, what do you think, Yamanika? Does a porn preference matter? To like what you would be with as a partner? Um, no, but I will say this, and I and I will have to skip after this because I have my therapist session, so that <laughs> I don't have to write a letter into J Train. No problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I think I should write a letter. <laughs> Let's. I think I'm ready for your letter. I want to. I want to unpack it. Um, you know. It's tough to say because I was with a guy that, you know, I wasn't, I didn't know, I didn't, I wasn't sure if he really was into big girls. I just thought it was kind of strange. And then, like, his whole porn history was like BBW this, BBW that. It sort of does give you reassurance that somebody is into whatever. So I can understand why he feels like, how could she not be into these things because she is looking at them? But it's also like, you know, a lot of women watch lesbian porn and a lot of yeah. aren't lesbians, but, you know, women like to see women get pleasure because they wish it was them getting pleasure because most guys are just fucking, you know, like they just boom, 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 boom. Like there's no sensuality, you know, in lesbian porn there's like a lot of tea being poured. Maybe there's, you know, <laughs> some knitting happening. They watch the show. Silk blankets. Everything's yeah, clean. You know, yeah. Day. Yeah. A little <laughs> kudite. They're, they're not on a futon that you right. got handed down <laughs> from your parents. Yeah. There's like actual. Yeah. I, there's <laughs> like there's a there's a there's a bed you know there's a bed frame look at yeah. this this is N- nice oh. no crunchy socks in the corner yeah. you know crumbs the the rug is dirty like you know there is a rug you know this you know this just it, I, but I I um 
I think that before he jumps off ship with this, because I understand mm-hmm. it, it probably is very disconcerting. I think he should maybe try to role play a little bit with her in some of these scenarios. It's a great idea. I think people have to realize like porn is a fantasy. Mm-hmm. You go to a place because you can come back from it. You yeah. know, the, that's the reason a lot of people will get done watching porn. They shut their computer and they go, well, where was I? How did I get there? <laughs> yeah. And, like the the fact that she had a you know a rendezvous with with a woman like listen she went to the fantasy place and now she's with you there's a point where it's like and I can't tell you if five to ten years from now you know I think the only way to avoid five to ten years from now something surprising you is to be in constant communication the role play is a communication that's the beauty of it you go. What would you like? What What's the scenario we can play out together? You have to plan the scenario. Good sex is is well-planned too. Bad sex is well-planned when it's like, hey, are you coming over and I want to make sure it's going to happen? Like that's, no. But what I mean when it's w- with a partner and someone you care about and you say, hey, we'll, next, because they, they said they're long distance. Next time I'm with you, it's your turn to plan. When it's, you come to me, it's my turn to plan. I'll talk it out with you. I'll make sure you bring the right costumes or whatever it might be. And it's like, I think like harping over someone's porn thing never is a good look. It's just a bad, it's a jealousy thing. You look like you're, you know, and and it's like, listen, if you're talking it out, if you're enjoying the sex and you're enjoying the experience, you have to assume they are too if they keep coming back to you or, or if they want to keep pursuing it, right? Yeah, I mean, she is with you because she cares. Like, yeah. she, she wouldn't be. And, um... I think I think he just needs to like relax. I get it, but I think he needs to relax a little bit. Um, I also wanted to take the time to say that I think you should definitely have me. Um, oh, this is my therapist. Go for it. Hold it. Go, close it out. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta find him to close him. No, no, no. Close it out with me. I, I, I you gotta go. Listen. <laughs> Yamanika is the best. Everyone go follow Yamanika at Yamanika on Instagram. I'll put her YouTube and everything. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. Happy New Year. We'll be back next episode. Boom.